It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to this week's episode of the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. As always, make sure you guys are getting over and checking out our sponsor. Cigar Noise Weekly. 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 Welcome to the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew. Mo. Yo. Moo Cow Rich. Bring in the bull. What's up, guys? What's going on? And I hear them bugs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Better believe it. <laughs> Cow, are you not venturing outdoors this evening for a, for a cigar? Not tonight, man. I've had like a cold, and I don't want to fuck with it. Oh, Uh-oh. Maybe, maybe you have the Sorry. same problem I did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that problem. Oh. Uh-oh. I'm, I'm all good. I'm all good. <laughs> did you go outside and catch the, catch the, the vid? No. No, it's a cold that's running through our family. Uh, we did get a, a COVID test for one of us, and it was negative. So it's just a cold. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> Drew calls it the COVID. The what? You call it the COVID? The COVID. The COVID, as if, like, you know, it's like, uh, I don't even know, to be honest with you. I don't know. Like, what else would you refer to something as the something? Uh, the Danny Vasquez? Yeah, the, the Ohio State University. <laughs> there you have it. So, Mo, you recently celebrated a birthday. I did. <laughs> I actually didn't. Well, you didn't but, have a birthday, but you celebrated right, a birthday. Celebrated one. So, yeah, this this was a PCA story that that uh, Rudy had brought to my attention. So. It's it's customary to you know take out your brokers or take out a good customer or whatever to, to eat one of the nights if you can, and and look at the reality is like the bigger brands typically get you know but I got lucky and happened to have uh, fine cash available from Glendale Arizona uh, Sam and Rosie and they had a couple of their customers with them and an employee and so we all went to. To dinner, uh, T-Bone was there. He's the one that actually caught this picture. Okay, so T-Bone, Dom uh, were both there, and then uh, the patina rep for that area, uh, Brandon. So I don't even know how these guys did it. I don't know when somebody said something to the waitress or whatever, but they told her it was my birthday. Nice. So they come out with this cake and and whatever and they're singing happy birthday so i'm just like oh no shit which one of you guys birthday is it and they're like and then they start singing happy birthday to me and i'm like you motherfuckers you know (laughs) so tyler takes a picture of my reaction and he happens to catch the reaction of a woman sitting at a table next to us and he actually posted this on his instagram page so you could find it there But the look of absolute disgust on this woman's face was legendary. She acted as if one of us just took a shit in the middle of the restaurant. It was kind of like the look on her face. Why do you think that guy, that that is, guys? Well, nobody likes those birthday songs in restaurants. Except when you're fucking with somebody, that's the only time it's it's appropriate. Right. If you're the person that tells some, that tells them it's somebody's birthday. Yeah. Like like everybody should do to Mo from now on forever. Yeah, that's not really a good idea. That might be like something that sends me over the edge one day, and I snap. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty good though. They got me good. I mean, I, I was completely shocked. She, um, I pulled up the post here. <laughs> it, uh, it looks like you caught her in a moment of, she's like wondering what's going on. And, and maybe, maybe she's scared that someone's going to do it to her. <laughs> I don't, uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe she got to look at, uh, Tyler. 
Maybe, maybe <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What kind mm. of creep is that? Oh, yeah, yeah. that was before the Chief have a cut. So, yeah, he was a little shaggy. Mm. Pre have a cut. Are you sure she's I'm not looking at your dessert longingly? Yeah, maybe that's yeah, what it is. Maybe. Guess anything's possible. Tell you what. I've actually always wanted to ask Skip what his Instagram handle meant. Should we ever have him out again? Remind me. Should we get him on? Let's get him on. I mean, <laughs> maybe another time. <laughs> A little short notice. And then if he comes on, Tyler probably try to jump on. We don't, we don't have many topics anyways. He can. Uh... That's true. Actually, you know what? It would be. It would be good to get him or uh, somebody who, or, or even like Oliver again, uh, guys that didn't go to the show oh, yeah. to get their perspective. Uh, yeah, on that. I'm pretty sure I can answer that question though about where it came from. Yeah. So he, Skip used to have a blog called Smoke Signals. It was at haveacigar.blogspot.com. H A V A cigar.blogspot.com. Oh, okay. Well, that's it then. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if something came before that, but that seems accurate. Mm-hmm. And then he got uh, known, so he just kept it. Makes sense. The copyright says, have a cigar shop and lounge, so I don't know if that was what his shop was called. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, that was like when I was on Facebook, I was most Sultan. And I wasn't going to change that. Yeah. I remember, dude, when uh, fucking Larry L. Train from Underground was giving me so much shit about not having Facebook, mm. and he was like having like a serious heart to heart about it. Like, if you if you're if you're gonna get into this industry and if you're going whatever, you gotta get one. You know what's funny? What's that? He doesn't have one now. Mm. <laughs> funny how that works. Look, he was good to us, man. Oh, absolutely. You know, whatever happened uh, at Underground or whatever, he was he was cool with us. So he was good to us. Pretty crazy to think, and I. Pretty crazy to think that we like launched Sultans there, mm-hmm. and to this day they don't carry Patino. <laughs> <laughs> I always laugh about that. Everybody's got some reason, right? Then again, neither does Jeff. That's true as well. Does Jeff listen? I hope so. Uh, Probably. Give him shit until he brings it in. I'll tag him in this week's uh, post. I was going to say, I'll call him out right now. We'll make sure he listens. Yeah, make it happen, Jeffrey. Get get your shit together, dude. (laughs) There was a retailer that that at the show that I've been trying to get in for, for a while. Into their shop, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he's not really my type. Uh, NC6789 might like him, but he ain't my type. Um, and based on his wacky ass question, this might be a good lead up. Kyle, thank you. But uh, so basically, man, he's like, he's like, yeah, well, you know, we're we're redoing the humidor. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do that. Man, I just told him straight up. I was like, listen, man, either fucking bring it in or don't fucking bring it in. But I. <laughs> Whatever. That's exactly what I said to him. I just said, you know what, man? It's just, it's... I said, you're a Target shop. You know, you should have it in there. You know, you should have it in there. It makes no sense that you don't, but okay. Did he bring it in? No. No. Oh. No. Even mm-hmm. after saying he was going to. So, so I've had a lot of people lately ask me about starting a brand or starting a cigar. Like, oh man, that looks awesome. I want to, I want to come out with a cigar, this and that. People do not have the slightest clue of what that even means. So, um, I'm going to pull a cow. Um, mm-hmm. you, uh, we had a question that was actually, uh, how do you properly get a shop to bring in a cigar that you like? Um, so there's two ways 
one, if there's enough people asking for it, um, shops start to take notice, right? But that's not necessarily always going to work. Like in 2017 or yeah, late 2016, early 2017, when I was still managing the shop, there was a lot of pressure on the guys who owned the stores to bring in Caldwell. Okay. A lot of people were asking for it. Um, it honestly did make sense to bring it in. I mean, probably would have sold pretty decently for whatever reason. They just didn't, didn't want to, or just decided, you know, wasn't a good fit or whatever. Um, but that it, people asking for it, you know, even if it's a decent amount is not always enough, but and I know cow does this, um, and very effectively because I've seen it work. Um, and drew, I think you, I think you did too, actually. But if you go to a retail and say, listen, you don't carry this cigar. I would like you to carry it. I buy it online instead of buying it at your store. I will buy at least one box. Yeah. And you put it like a, you know, a deposit or whatever it is. And you say, when you get it in, I'll buy it. Make a commitment. That is the surefire way to get it in. But if your guy is not going to bring it in consistently and is always going to bring one-offs just to appease you, I, I, you know, I don't know if that's really whatever. I don't even know if that, if you would call bringing that in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. More like, um. Oh, actually, Al Dandy, he did that um, with a shop in Texas to give him credit. Uh, he told him, if you bring it in, I will buy it. I'll buy a box or whatever, maybe even two boxes he bought. Um, and they did. So, Well, yeah, cause I, in, in the end, they, the, the shop needs to know that they're not going to lose money on this, right? Because mm-hmm. think about the number of people that are saying they want the cigar in. Do they want a lot of that cigar or do they want to try it? Right. Yeah. So right. Yeah. Let's say you get 10 people and they're each going to buy one or two cigars just to try it. Right. Or you get one guy that's going to buy a box. That one guy buying a box is a straight up better deal for that lounge than maybe 10 guys with one or two each. That's true. So it's yeah. crazy. Right. So, mm-hmm. and, and the way that I put it to this one shop was, all right, so look, here's what I want you to do. <laughs> if I buy two boxes from you, you should order four, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> you won't lose any money. And if right. they sell, buy more. And if they don't, just don't. Right. Yeah. It's pretty good, Cal. Yeah, they were down. They were down. I mean, how could you say no to that at that point? You can't lose money. But do, man, don't even get me started. But if, look, here's the thing, and this is like why. Sometimes I'm a little less patient with people that give me excuses because, dude, I don't put minimums. I don't say you got to order fucking 45 boxes, okay? I don't say you got to bring it. I don't do any of that. You mean to tell me that you can't bring in, bring in fucking one each and try it? And if that's going to break your business dude I don't know what to tell you because you could be as a retailer how I always looked at it was if there's a brand that's not going to if I really like the cigar a brand's not going to put a minimum on it and I see it as a cigar that could potentially really make me a lot of money why wouldn't I take a flyer on it what if the thing fucking turns out into one of my top five cigars in my shop but what, if it, what are you going to lose what if it tanks then you only got like a couple boxes. And you're stuck with it. And then you have to put it on the discount shelf. That's true. But yeah, but that's if you're like tied into a minimum. It's, it's real estate in your shop. No. No. Three boxes <laughs> is not fucking real estate in a shop. <laughs> I mean, even realistically, you could get one box, right? Mm-hmm. Set it on the counter mm-hmm. and say, hey, we're thinking about, ta- you know, we're thinking about getting this one. I'm offering the first one at a good discount. Right. Should I bring it in? You'll sell the box. You'll make a small profit, and you'll find out if you should bring it in. 
can't um yeah. can't they just do an event with you? Yeah, I mean we've done that. But that's gotta be worth your time though, right? That's that's No, not really. <laughs> not for like a five hundred dollar <laughs> order. Right. During a fucking pandemic, no. That's the thing, is is <laughs> the event is a lot of cigars at that point. Otherwise it's worthless. Yeah. No, I Man, the reality of this, if you cheapen yourself, people will treat you cheap. But I still don't believe in really putting minimums on stuff, only because, A, the name is still not recognized. B, um, you never know. Um, you may not put a minimum, and sometimes it motivates them to actually do more business with you because they don't feel like they have to do something, Right. I've just seen a lot of brands kill themselves or shoot themselves in the foot by requiring that. Mm. Um, and especially when it comes to getting limited editions, like you got to buy this, 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 and this of the core line in order to get, you know, this. And so you do all the retailer does all that. Then they're stuck with all of that just to get the thing that they did sell. And then the next year's version comes out and they're still sitting on shit from the previous year. But now I got to buy more core stuff to get this new limited. Yeah. And then what do I do? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know, man. It's a slippery slope when you start asking for minimums, but I certainly get why I get why people do it though, because it, it forces the retailer to make a real commitment to your brand, which definitely makes sense. Yeah, I had one guy bring it in not long ago. A guy throws it on the bottom shelf in a corner. <laughs> the, the rep goes in and goes, what do you think is going to happen? That cigar has zero chance. The rats will get it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. <laughs> okay. But even even event economics have to be interesting, right? So let's say that because you were talking about events a minute ago, you know, to make it worth you flying out somewhere, getting a hotel room, yep. right? You're in for you know, a couple grand probably for a trip. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Right. So then if you're in, let's say $2,000, just making that up, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you're in for two grand on your trip. They have to order enough to make it worth it theoretically, right? Mm-hmm. Otherwise you're losing money mm-hmm. for them to order $2,000 worth of cigars doesn't cover it because that's mm-hmm. not all going to you, right? So they have to order, what, four or $5,000 of cigars and sell $10,000 at the event to make uh, it worth you to break even? Um, <laughs> Something like that? Yeah, right? The numbers okay. are a little off, but close enough. No, if you're looking at it from that perspective, yes. But there's a lot of intangible stuff that goes into it, too, right? Sure, sure. And not only that, but you're typically not going to go somewhere just for an event. So you'll have like a trip planned with it. And then, you know, the other part of it is um, you're really working for the reorder. You want to be able to sell everything and and get a reorder at the end of the night. Yeah. But at that point, you're Mm -hmm. you're gambling all your your profit at that point on Mm -hmm. on a reorder. Oh, yeah. I think that's the interesting thing about about some of these events that I, I don't know if people kind of recognize that or not. Uh, probably not. Like yeah. if somebody flies out to the shop that you're at, mm-hmm. they're probably not making a pile of cash on that event. No, especially a guy like me. Right. You know, pile I mean, I can't cash. speak for other brands, but no, it's usually not worth it. I want to make a pile of cash. Yeah. It'd be awesome. <laughs> Really, really help matters. Well, but we should definitely make a Sultan cigar then. It seems like there's some, you know, decent interest. Yeah, like five dudes that would buy that cigar. Yeah. Now, how much are you going to buy? Single sticker boxes? <laughs> exactly. No, actually, Rod, uh, Rod, our buddy Rod, he messaged and said, hey, man, I put you put me down for a box. I think. Uh, uh, who else had messaged? A couple other guys had messaged and said, yeah, I would be down for a box or whatever, but I don't know. I mean, maybe we'll do it. Yeah. So uh, when are we doing the 
Cow cigar. I think this would be it. Yeah, I feel like it would be a collaboration. Yeah. Do you have any extra Sultan's bands? I, I bet Mo has some cigars. We could just put some Sultan's bands on, right? I do have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Sultan's actually, of Smoke Maduro in new sizes. I have a shit ton of bands because they were <laughs> printed wrong. Would we use those again? I don't know, but I still have them. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Probably wouldn't even be worth it because we'd have to ship them. Probably be cheaper just to make new ones. Probably. I bet those... some people would buy some bands from you for God, you know, a small amount of money. Fucking terrible. Might have been the worst bands ever. <laughs> 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 I didn't think they were that bad, but yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's dive into some NC6789 topics. All right. Um, Do it. <laughs> this first question How does patina get so much flavor in each cigar? <laughs> so. Is this like the uh, starburst question? That's a good, yeah, that's a good analogy. But here's the reality. You use good materials, you're going to get good results. Not everybody's going to like your cigar. We've talked about that. But nobody can say that you use cheap stuff. Nobody can say, oh, this is a bad cigar. Right? And... You know, the factory, we talked about how everything is relative, but the factory that I'm out of, for example, happens to be known for Habano wrapper. Um, you know, that they grow themselves is some of the best. And I mean, the reality, a lot of the tobacco I use is used in just about, not just, uh, in a lot of other cigars in the industry, including ones that are far more expensive than mine. So that's it. What he's not telling you is that each morning when he wakes up, he he takes a cloth and rubs his taint a little bit, mails it to the factory, and they rub that on the cigars. That's how it's done. For those that don't know, can you explain what a taint is? Who doesn't know what a taint is? I'm just saying. There might be somebody that doesn't. That's the the space between the balls and the asshole. Do you know my next question? Do your in-laws still listen to this? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna find out. Cal, are you are you intoxicated this evening? No. Are you drinking? I only had one drink. That's not okay. even a start. Okay, but again, from the bottle, it could be relative. Yeah. No, it's not. That's not even. That's not even Wisconsin drinking. <laughs> I mean, was it a country club pour or was it like a you know a bar pour? No, it's just a normal. Cow, normal cow, pour of bourbon, cow pour, cow pour. <laughs> that's yeah, the no, entire bottle into a glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's we're nowhere near that level. It, it would take a lot. All right. Uh, speaking of people who are intoxicated, this question from NC six seven eight nine certainly included liquor. All right, I'm going to read this out. If there was a Jello wrestling match against Yogi, who mm-hmm. from Sultans of Smoke would be his competitor? And would they win or lose? Cal. Yeah. And Cal. he'd win. Yeah. No offense, Yogi. Oh, that was quick. Why Jello? Yeah. yeah, I was wondering that too. Sounds rather erotic. Hmm. Slippery. Sticky, right? Is it sticky? I wanna, dude, I'm dying. We got we might but have to have after. NC six seventy nine on here because yeah, he's got to be a freaky motherfucker. I mean, last week we skipped his question, but he had, what did he he asked us something about coming in a pump from weightlifting, like Arnold said. Mm, yeah. I bet he'd be a blast to hang out with. It's <laughs> <laughs> one of the cool things about. About the, the people who do listen, right? Where, where's he at? They're all they're all cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. What what location in the United States is he? 
He's in the great state of New Jersey. Jersey. That's a sentence that's never been spoken. The great state of New Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Have you met him in your travels? I have not. Uh Uh-oh. No. Got to fix that. Um... So who else we got? Uh, who else? We got a yeah, question that, from Sean. Is that where you're going? No, didn't didn't he have one more? Yeah, we answered it already though. It was oh, okay. the one that Drew asked earlier about how to oh, yeah, ask the yeah, B and M to start carrying a line of cigars. Mm-hmm. All right. What else we got? We had a question from Sean, big boy running. Uh would you rather have tears that tasted like hot sauce or earwax that tasted like bubblegum? Earwax. Yeah. That sounds awesome. That's pretty easy. Wait, why? I'm going hot sauce. You, you don't... <laughs> would you squeeze it on like your food? You Hang on, hang on. I got to work up a tear. <laughs> I'm getting ready no, to eat better this. better than eating your earwax. Blend. You don't have to eat it. But, but you could. Yeah. But you could. Sure. And I feel like if you're, if you're, say, uh, you don't have to be crying, but let's say you get something in your eye and your eye's watering, and then you're like wiping it all over your face, <laughs> mm-hmm. you're going to be hurting. Mm-hmm. Well, it says it tastes like it. It doesn't say that it is hot sauce. Well, if it tastes like it, you know what they say. No, I what, what do they say, Jake? What do they say? It smells like it. If it tastes like it, it's probably it. Never heard that. Joke. I would think it would burn. I agree with that. Oh, man. I think there's, I think there's something cannibalistic about all of it, though. Really, <laughs> I feel like a free source of hot sauce is just too good to turn down. But would it be like Louisiana, or would it be like Tabasco? That's a good question. Like you good, good oh yeah, sauce. that's good. If it's shitty hot sauce, I'm out. Yeah. What do you classify as a shitty hot sauce? I don't know. I'd have to taste it to find out. Okay. Right? Taste my own tears a little bit. Actually, that's a really that's actually a good. Are you guys Tabasco people or like Louisiana hot sauce people? If I'm doing it, it's Tabasco. Really? Yeah, but I don't know. Louisiana is a little, I guess Tabasco is too. I was going to say Louisiana is a little more vinegary. Mm-hmm. I don't do, uh, I love spicy food, but I I don't do spicy food anymore. <laughs> my stomach, my stomach doesn't do it. That's for sure. <laughs> is it your stomach or further down the digestive well, line? My stomach says, nope, get out of here, and so does the rest of the line. There you go. <laughs> Kyle, you uh, hot sauce or Tabasco? I'm going to go hot sauce, like a Frank's Red Hot or a Louisiana's yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm, in that, I'm in that life. I, I would say I'm 90-10. Once in a while, I'll get in the mood for Tabasco, but usually hot sauce. Yeah, I'd agree with that. But Tabasco does have a play. There, there's something where sometimes you just want to switch it up and put like mayonnaise or Miracle Whip. Like there, there's no comparison. If you eat Miracle Whip, you have serious issues. If you eat as so, one, you have serious issues. <laughs> no. Yes. You don't like mayo? No. I believe we've you discussed this before. You don't like ranch. You don't like mayo. Fucking disgusting. What oh the hell God. do you put on your food, dude? Nothing. I just eat good food, and then I don't have to put anything on it. No. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I forgot who I was talking to. Well, don't you forget. <laughs> well, next time I make myself a nice steak, I'll put some mayo on it just for you. <laughs> Dip it in ranch. <laughs> That's fucking gross. Take a picture and send it over. You wouldn't eat steak dipped in ranch? I would do that. No. I love ranch on pizza. Fucking everything. 
dip anything in ranch, and it's better than it was. Uh, that's tough to disagree with. How do you eat a burger without mayo? Unless it's on the grill. It's pretty easy. Yeah. I just don't. Wait, what do you put on a burger? Put anything on it? Um, so here's the weird thing beyond that. <laughs> I think we've discussed this too. I know I'm weird. So, uh, if I'm at home and I'm, or let's say I'm grilling it, if I'm grilling it, almost never will I put anything on it. I'm with you. Um, so we, cheese. I grilled, yeah, I grilled the other day and we did cheese, but I had bought, uh, we bought like lettuce, tomato and uh, mm-hmm. some onion and stuff for work. We do our Friday lunches. So I grilled up burgers, pretzel buns. I did put mustard on it, but normally I won't. Mm-hmm. I'll just do with a pretzel bun. You have to do mustard. It was good. Um, if I go somewhere, uh, I don't know, Burger King, Mackey D, wherever, um, whatever comes on it, as long as it's not mayo, I'm good with ketchup, mustard, both. Hot. Uh, yeah, I'm with you, man. I'll just get I it. I agree with you 100%. Uh, except the minus the mayo part, but <laughs> I like where you're going. With minus it. the mayo part is the part. <laughs> no, that's ignorant and <laughs> short sighted. The, so oh, hold on. I'm not a mayo person, but the only thing I can get on board with mayo, and I won't eat it, but I can understand it, is it only belongs on a sandwich. Okay. And a burger's not a sandwich. It's a burger. Well, hold on. What's a sandwich? Then? Like a like a BLT or something? Uh, How's that different? Some kind of Subway sandwich or something like that? Sure. Mm-hmm. If you want mayo, go for it. It doesn't belong on a burger. <laughs> Stupid. No, but I look at <laughs> what you just said is 100% true. Like, if I go to McDonald's and I get a quarter pounder with cheese, I would never, ever have a burger like that. But for whatever reason, a McDonald's quarter pounder with cheese, they just do it a certain way that it works. Yeah. But I would never make a burger at the house to grill a burger and do it like that. Mix up your special sauce and throw on there. (laughs) 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 No. Okay. No. I don't know. It was basting. Yeah, <laughs> master based thing. It's your uh, mm-hmm. your rub. <laughs> Is it a dry rub or a wet rub? But I, but I'm with you, Drew Fist. <laughs> when you grill a burger, yeah, like I, I don't know cheese, why. Whatever, but I, yeah, I don't know, it, man. Either I don't know. And it, and it and it's normally setting out. Like if I'm at work, mm-hmm. or if I'm at home, my wife. I mean, it'll be on the table. Or outside, wherever we're eating or whatever, it'll be there. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I don't know. I don't do it. Is that lazy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you save yourself a lot of calories. Well, mustard. There's nothing in it, so right. That's the other thing is I if catch if I did anything on a home burger, it's not going to be ketchup. I don't know. Hell no. And I'm good with ketchup, but I'm not putting it on there. I don't know why. At least I'm not uh, completely weird. Ketchup on a on a on a Whopper, ketchup on a quarter pounder with cheese for yeah, some reason like that. it works. I'll eat them like but that. But I would. Me too. But I would never make a burger at home and put ketchup on it. Do you put mayo Ever. on it at home? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> peanut butter? Do you do peanut butter on your burgers? I no, but I have had that, and that is. Amazing. Yeah. For me, it, it's got to be, uh, I hate to say it's a lazy thing. I just don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, we got to put this in context. You're also a person that literally has the same breakfast for the last quarter century. Pretty much, honestly, yeah. Uh, the exact, uh, I can say 100%, the exact, 100% exact breakfast for the last three years probably now. Like, oh the gosh. exact breakfast. Breakfast burrito every morning. <laughs> I, have a, I have a feeling uh, it's part of getting older, right? 
You just kind of find what you like and you stick with it. Kind of like cigars. It's probably a little of that. I uh, I think it's one of those deals too, though. That as it's probably an older thing, but as I've gotten older, if I can mitigate the uh, the uh, uh, extra crap I got to go through <laughs> by eating the same breakfast every day, mm-hmm. then I'm doing it. <laughs> Hey, there's absolutely a value. It's one less thing I have to think about. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm fine with like change. I'm fine with, you know, going at the gym to the gym at different times. I'm fine. Like I'm not one that's got like, I know some people, I'm not going to name names. That's none of you guys, but there are some, some people I know that their day is identical every day. And to the point Mm -hmm. where if we try to hang out with them, it's like, uh, no, we have we have to have this at this time, and it's like, well, we, you know, you know, you can't uh, you can't take your walk at uh, noon instead of one. <laughs> I, you know, I don't things like that, and it's like, what mm-hmm. is going on, really? I think for a lot of people, some sort of routine gives them structure. I agree. I like a good routine, but I also like. Just do whatever, whatever the hell I want. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. And not, not being uh, confined to the routine and restricted by it. Yeah, I guess some people point. find comfort in it, but I like a good routine. But every now and then, it's just like whatever. Could all yeah, good, like too much of a routine yes. or whatever could cripple you, man. Yes. Cal, sure. you a routine guy? Only for certain things, and mostly because I have kids and a job and stuff, right? Yeah. So the routine that's required for those things, yes. I think, but that's and Any that's other normal. routine, no. Okay. That's normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not finding, uh, finding yourself creating a routine outside of those things. No, not just for the fun of it, no. <laughs> hmm. It's not like, oh, well, it's, you know, it's eight o'clock. I better, uh, better do this particular thing right now. That sounds yeah. like a rough way to live. Oh, it sounds terrible. Yeah. I don't Actually, know. I just switched up one of my routines. Yeah? Yeah. You're using the left hand now? <laughs> <laughs> no, I still got to use both. But, <laughs> like, so I used At the to same time. wait till, like, I, like, when I would go to the gym, I used to wait until... Because my distributor is in the eastern time zone, right? Mm-hmm. So I would wait until they were closing up for the day, and then I would go to the gym. Because then I knew, like, even if I got a phone call to fix something or something needed to be sent out, it was going to have to wait till tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So I was like, okay, this is a good time to go to the gym. Um, but it wasn't a good time to go to the gym because it was just, like, crowded, the traffic was starting to pick up so i just started going like late morning and i when they're at lunch so late morning here is when those guys go to lunch so when they're at lunch i'll go to the gym and it'll be like we're synced up so even if again if i got to get something done they ain't gonna fucking do it in that hour anyway does that make sense yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, little shit like that. But I still have it. But it's still kind of a routine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. So, are we done with that? Sure. So, Cal, there was a brand of cigars that you were a huge fan of back in the day. Campesino. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So Still I didn't realize, right? I didn't realize that that's the same dude that's doing these. I don't even know how to say it, man. How do you say it correctly? The name of that cigar. Which cigar? Julian Swed. Julian Swede. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's doing a whole bunch of stuff. He did 
a lot of stuff recently. He did the mm-hmm. the school bus, the Piggy Smalls, the um, Mad Love. He put out a bunch of the Bundle series stuff. He's got a bunch of different brands going on right now. A bunch Ooh. of lines. Yeah. So today it was announced that he is working with Claudio, the former master blender Mombacho that I, you know, started with. I thought that was pretty cool to see Claudio back in the game. So I think they're doing, what, three cigars it said together on the Half Wheel article? Something like that, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, we'll see what they come out with. Hopefully it's good stuff. But no way to find out till you burn it. Yeah, that's true. You when did, when you I learn to learn. Do you remember yeah. when it said it was going to be available? I might actually try to pick some of those up. No, I don't remember. It wouldn't be hard to find out. No, it wouldn't. Yeah, pull up that article right now. A thousand boxes of ten cigars. Oh, wow. That's pretty fucking limited. Yeah. Yes, it is. Fifteen boxes stick. Wow. And it uses Haitian tobacco. That's interesting. Yeah, it's got five countries, right? Mm-hmm. This month. They'll be released this month. All right. Keep an eye out for that. Yeah, a box of 10 cigars is usually, I mean, even at 15 bucks, that's 150 bucks for yeah. a box. That's not insane. 10 cigars is easy to buy. But we'll see. We'll see where I it goes. I would imagine a small batch ski will probably have those. Yeah, no doubt. They had all the other stuff that he's done. Yeah. I still think Campesino is, is by far the best thing he's done. I th- have you smoked any of the other stuff? Yeah, I've smoked most of it. Mm-hmm. And Campesino is still still where my heart lives with that that brand. Gotcha. Who what was that one? Who is the dude that did that one brand, El Comprater or whatever? That's not him, is it? No. Okay. Do you remember those cigars, the orange and black band? Yeah, I'm trying to think of the dude's name. God, it's been forever now. I don't know why I can't think of him. It should have been really simple. That was a good cigar. Yeah, no, it was fantastic. If you can still find them, you should grab all you can. Absolutely. All right, so I have a, a weird, weird topic here for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is a story from earlier this year out of Ohio. So a woman is this walks out. Judge Drew. Uh, not really. It's it's more okay. of a question for you guys. I'm curious about something. All right. Uh, a, a woman walks out of a 24-hour gym. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's going to her car. It's about midnight. Uh, so nobody else is there, and she's walking to her car, and she sees a large creature running away from her that she mm-hmm. believes to be a Sasquatch. Okay. Awesome. So my question is. If Sasquatch was just trying to go to the gym, what would he be doing in the gym? What's what's the Sasquatch exercise routine? He uh getting his pump on. <laughs> <laughs> what's that uh isn't there an exercise called uh what are they snatches, right? Yeah. Snatching man, what the fuck's in uh there's a snatching what? That I do not know. They're what power cleans, but there's yeah. another name for them, right? Snat, um, I don't know, but yeah, that's what I would imagine he'd be doing. Getting his snatch on. <laughs> Getting his snatch on. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of guys in the gym trying to do that. Yeah. And the vast majority extremely unsuccessful. Yikes. Like, in the gym? That's what they're trying to do? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was... Yeah. There was one guy... This one girl was so uncomfortable, she went and asked the dude that was working to, like, stand by her. Because there wasn't that many of us in the gym. So, yeah. So, did you stop looking after that? (laughs) Yeah, I I, I quit it. I cut that shit out real quick. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, but they, dude, this this guy that she was complaining about is like notorious for that. He's such oh a fucking God. freak. That's gotta so feel just, terrible, right? Like you're trying to just go work out, and you're almost nobody is like, "Oh, I look great while I'm working out." I don't know, man. I don't know, dude. Some of these looks. I look pretty good right, working well, out. Yeah, she doesn't look bad. <laughs> I don't want look at. I'm sorry. I don't want to hear that shit. If you're a dude and you go in wearing a cutoff and you got arms the size of fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger, guess what? People are going to look at you. Okay? If you if you display your body, now that doesn't mean it gives people the green light to come talk to you or to flirt with you or to make you uncomfortable. That's not what I'm saying. Okay? Nobody ever has that right. But if you feel the confidence level to go to the gym or whatever and wear stuff that accentuates certain aspects of your physique, male or female, you cannot be surprised if people look at you. Yeah, they're going to. Okay. There's a difference between a, a quick look and a stare and creepiness, yes. too. And, and right? that's like, correct. let's be fair about this. Yes. Now, this guy's a creep. Okay. And the girl was completely in line to go say something about him. For sure. Because he's a fucking creep. I've seen him before. Don't be a creep. Don't. Yeah. Just don't, don't be do that. that. Don't, don't be that guy. Because, like, if I see Drew working out and I'm like, damn, that dude's huge, right? I might look at him for a second and be like, that dude's huge. But if I keep watching them work out, like, that's weird. Like, no matter it what. Is. It is weird. But the reality is most dudes at the gym are checking out other dudes. Yeah. <laughs> to see, to see if they're checking them out or to see, like, how they stack up? Or... Uh, I think that's part of it. But, yeah, like, if you see, like, a dude that's doing an exercise, you've never done it before, you've never seen it before, like, oh, man, what's that work? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That just seems like learning at that point. It kind of is, yeah. actually. I think that's a little more accepted than dudes checking out girls at the gym. It is, yeah. <laughs> I would kind of hope yeah. it is, though. Yeah. Right? Like Learning something is a lot different from leering at something. Well, it's probably borderline leering at another guy as well sometimes, I oh, think. Well, that's awkward. Though. <laughs> it but, can be. But yeah. it's more accepted still. <laughs> <laughs> Then there, then there are the people in the gym that you're looking at. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And sometimes they happen to be female, and they may or may not think you're checking them out, but in reality, you're not. You're just fucking appalled at, by what they're doing. <laughs> you're watching the train wreck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Fair enough. Are you guys, are you guys Sasquatch supporters or Sasquatch deniers? <laughs> never really thought about it. Are you thinking will. about it now? No, I'm really not. Supporters. When you say Sasquatch, all I think about is Mika Rida. Okay, well, <laughs> think about like Bigfoot. Yeah. yeah. Supporters or deniers? Yeah, dude. Are you, do you believe there is a, a Bigfoot-like creature out in the world? Um, no. Damn. <laughs> Haters. Do you think there is one? No, but <laughs> it would have been more interesting if one of us said yes. <laughs> um, I don't know if there is. I'm not saying no, I'm not saying yes. I really don't know. But that would be that'd be really weird for so many people to make that up. But then again, when you think about human beings, sometimes the way they act, yeah, yeah, okay, I can see how people make shit up. So I don't know. I don't really know that sure. everybody is actually just making it up. I think some people actually believe they saw something. Oh yeah, they mm-hmm. do. Just think they're wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've you've walked in a dark room at night, right? You've seen some weird shit that wasn't there. 
Yeah, you just realize yeah. it wasn't there because you're smart enough to do that. Right. So I could see, I don't know, you turn your head the wrong way or, you know, whatever, and a bear becomes a Sasquatch. Sure. Or Drew's wandering around the forest, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yep. So. All right, no no taking the bait on the Sasquatch, though. Fair enough. Fair enough. But just so we're clear, she saw this thing, like, in the parking lot? Yeah, it was, like, by the edge of the parking lot, and it ran away. I don't know. <laughs> on two feet, it ran away? That's what she said. Hmm. Could it have just been like a person in like a coat? Ooh. Uh, potentially. She said it was too fast to be that. But Oh, it was running really fast. I guess, but I don't know. Hmm. It's midnight, right? <laughs> There's nobody around. Everything looks fucking weird. Yeah. That's true. So, oh well. What are you going to do, man? What are you going to do? Drupus? Yes. What do you got for us? I, I, I don't have anything. Oh, come on, that's, man. Whatever, that's what I whatever said. Whatever happened to that one kid? One kid. The one that you told At me. work. At the, work. The awkward one? Yeah. Uh, he still works for us. Just not at uh, our Tulsa location. <laughs> you guys sent to the miners? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he seems to be enjoying it out there, though. Last I heard. That's all I know. Things have been things have been good. Hmm. Nice. I have a Judge Drew question. Yes. Sweet. It's it's sort of a weird one. Drew, what are the if any, what are the appropriate places to use Bluetooth speakers in public settings? Oh my oh. god, so this oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere. Um so we went out to dinner um, last night. Last night, um, sushi restaurant. It's a it's a it's a hibachi sushi place. Pretty nice. Um, and all of a sudden, it's got to be my old age. Jeez, there's there's this table behind us blaring this fucking music, <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell's going on? Well, it turns out it's it's their kid watching some show or something or playing a game on his like iPad or something. Mm-hmm. But he's little enough that he's like sitting on their lap. And they've got you this go fucking, thing the fucking thing cranked up. Dude, we had I had to get out of there before I punched someone. <laughs> <laughs> what who People these days are fucking rude. Mm. Like, it's just all about them and fuck everyone else. Pretty much. With everything. I mean, not... You're in a a public area. Just act like you're in a public area. This isn't your fucking house. (laughs) Did it ruin your meal? Uh, That's a serious question, by the way. Um, it, luckily, it was like right at the end when we were like paying the check and stuff. Okay. So, and they had just been oh, seated. It would have, yes, dude. Yeah. It would. Ah, uh, if I had to. Sit nobody said the whole... anything to him. No. No. Now, when it's a kid watching something, people do that all the time, so they don't have to. You know, the kid doesn't act up; they don't have to watch their kid. That's sure that's more and more common all the time. I'm not right. a. I'm not a parent yet, so I. I mean, obviously, I can't speak on behalf of that but i think if i had a kid and that was the case one we're not going to eat out two if we want that then somebody's either gonna have to watch the kid or we're just gonna have to go get it to go 
Or just I get mean, some headphones. Some, mm. He was little. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the kid was pretty little. Uh, age-wise, I'm going to say, I don't know, six, seven. That's plenty old for headphones. Okay, I don't know. I... Yeah, dude. Okay. See, when we take a car trip right now, I, we'll put we'll get a, a like a tablet and headphones on a three year old. Oh, okay. Six is fine. Gotcha. I was judging I mean, them. We don't like live that way or anything like that. The kid doesn't live on his tablet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes on a car trip, that's what you do. No, absolutely, yeah. I agree with that. Again, yeah, well, that's your own private space as well. Yeah. But there's no reason in the world a six-year-old couldn't be wearing wearing headphones. You're not a, you're not on an airplane doing it, or a, right. a public transportation train or bus or something doing it. Just crank up your speakers, right? Golly, it makes me want Ow. to do that because everyone else is. <laughs> I've I've seen a few people do this at the gym. Yes, where they bring in their own. Uh, yeah, yeah, their own music and blast it while they're working out. Mm-hmm. And I think it's one of the most ignorant things you could possibly do. <laughs> there was one girl walking around with a fucking speaker, like like almost like an amplifier for a guitar. That's how big the speaker was. Yeah, <laughs> jeez. I've heard and more then, and more stories of people taking them like on hikes in the woods too. Yeah, and these like, oh, one- good. <laughs> And these one dudes were blasting music that, like, you really shouldn't probably awesome play. Uh, yeah, yeah, people don't have any. Especially like, when yeah. there's older people around and stuff like that. But then again, again, nobody gives a fuck, right? It's all about yeah. them. So it doesn't really. Yeah. People aren't playing Frank Sinatra, right? <laughs> so. Yeah. Or Beethoven or something. Right? They just don't care. It's about yeah. them and whatever whatever pleases them in the moment. You know what? Mm-hmm. My kid's not bitching at me, so fuck everyone else that wants to have a nice dinner. <laughs> nope. Man, I'd be so embarrassed if that was me. Uh, there was a, so just to expand, this was a whole shit show of an evening. There was this other kid, I'm going to say, it wasn't able to talk. So what is that, two, maybe, three? Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Um, little, little girl walking around with what my guess is maybe like older sister. That's probably, I don't know, 10 or 12. Mm-hmm. Just walking around the whole fucking restaurant. <laughs> maybe they're getting the steps in. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they wanted to sample from everybody's plate. I, th- that happened early on. They were there before us, and they just kept walking by. And I was like, "What the hell's going on here?" And then that f- kid comes in with his I- iPad blasting. It's like we got to get the fuck out of here before I lose it. <laughs> Did you go to like an Applebee's or something? No, like, this, like this a is this restaurant. is a this is a fairly nice. Uh, hibachi sushi restaurant. I mean, so they were dude, paying to be here. Sar- Sar- yes. Japan is not exactly top of the line. Golly, and it wasn't like a buffet, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Those hibachi joints aren't cheap. No, no, no. not. And don't a lot of them sort of come with their own entertainment too? On the grill? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you, What are you watching? The- are you watching something on a phone for? Like, uh, they were sitting way at a more regular, interesting shit happening. They were sitting at a reg- regular table, but <laughs> uh, should have gone up to him and been like, "If that, if you guys don't quit that shit, he's gonna end up on that fucking grill getting chopped up in about five minutes." <laughs> Jesus, yeah, <laughs> I rested for shit like that. I probably would have said something. No, like, I'd actually say to the parents, <laughs> like, if you guys don't get him to cut the fuck out, you guys are gonna end up on that grill. Yeah. I probably Poor would. little kid. What's he going to do? I mean, it's not his fault. His parents are really the problem. Yep. It's not the kid. If I would have I mean, been there. If they could do it kind of quiet, that's kind of, I don't have a gigantic problem with it. But when it's so loud that other people hear it, that's messed up. 
Yeah, that's not cool. Look, they're not watching a 30-second TikTok video or like a, a you know, minute-and-a-half YouTube. The kid's watching a fucking show, and they got it on full blast. I mean, that's just pure ignorance. Yeah, it's just the full blast part that's the problem, though. I don't care what they watch. No, but my point being, like, even if it was full blast, but it was like a 30-second clip of something, and people are oh, like, laughing yeah, or whatever, yeah. oh, okay, fine. Yeah. Yeah, at least it's over. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. People are wild. Yeah. Yep. So I, I was downtown Chicago last couple days. Lollapalooza was going on, right? That cool. was nice. Dude, that was fucking wild. Yeah, you had a good time there? No, I didn't go to Lollapalooza. Oh. You nuts. <laughs> um, and not because of COVID or anything. I wouldn't fucking go to Lollapalooza. I've never been to Lollapalooza, nor do I have any desire to. But, um, I mean, it was, man, people are nuts. Yeah. The shit people were wearing, the fucking, I mean, I was like, oh my God. It's crazy, man. People just don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> At all. Yep. That's true. Fuck them. Yeah, that's right. Fuck them. Cal, what else we got? That's what I had. We're just bullshitting now. We've been bullshitting the whole time. Yeah, yeah, that's Mm -hmm. true. I think we have like four or five endings from Mo, though. Pretty sure that's on the agenda. Oh, yeah. One more thing. Last thing from Mo. One more. Nope. Smoke like a sultan. Smoke like a neon. That's all I got. Hi, Patina. Hi, Patina, yeah. That would be awesome. BYE? Or. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> it's like by Felicia. <laughs> bye, Patina. <laughs> Shit, things keep going the way they are. You might be saying that for real. <laughs> it's the Sultan's curse. Yeah. Come in. Polish up that resume soon. <laughs> All right, then. All right, boys. We will attempt next week again. <laughs> All right. It's all about the attempt. Oh, one last thing. You guys probably didn't even notice. Oh, look at this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I had to pull him out. Had to pull them out. So, uh, Schwarzenegger does... Uh, uh, there's a cartoon that he does now. Um, um, no, nah, I can't remember who directs it. Terminator, the cartoon. Yeah, he voices a cartoon. Um, so for his birthday, they were doing a uh, giveaway. Uh, he autographed some of their posters. Let me guess, you won. I fucking won. There you go. Fucking horse, Drew. Yeah. Fucking one. Stan nice, Lee, yeah. Uh, Stan Lee's um, superhero kindergarten. Uh, Ooh, is this like a spinoff of Kindergarten Cop? I think it is. I haven't really seen it, but it's it's very younger child geared towards, uh, yeah, that age group. <laughs> Anywho, I won the uh, won the autograph poster. So nice, man. Out tonight. That's very cool. Where are you gonna put it? I don't know. Next to my other one that's autographed. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I might take it. Others. Might take it to the. Uh, maybe, maybe put it up at the office. Dang. Who knows? Who knows? Too many Arnold things. No. He's doing a uh, another meet and greet where you can go out. Uh, they'll fly you out and meet him. <laughs> yeah. You doing it? Well, you, so this one you you like buy entries and they 
potentially you can win. Oh, it's nice. like a raffle? Yeah. Oh. You'll probably fucking win, so you might as well just do it. I, That's true. I will enter, for sure. For sure. Many will enter. <laughs> you will win. <laughs> Dude. All, all your shit's going to get signed, though, so you're just going to take it in for like a second signature. No. <laughs> Many so, will enter. Drew will win. It was awesome to, uh, it was awesome to meet the guy, but... Dude, can you, it'd be ridiculous to sit down and have a cigar with him. <laughs> you win, and you're there. And he's like, "You again? <laughs> <laughs> this guy? What the this fuck? Fucking guy!" <laughs> that'd probably be like the best compliment ever because he right. actually remember you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably not happening. Hopefully, I win. If he remembers me, that's a pretty large stretch. <laughs> Actually, this is a legitimate question. I mean, there we go. It. There we go. <laughs> um, has who you would smoke a cigar with, if you could smoke a cigar with anybody, has that changed at all over the past couple of years? Did I say Schwarzenegger last your... time? <laughs> um, Probably. I think you did. I think you Probably. did. Then I think it, you then... took him over slide. But... No, it hasn't changed. It won't. Uh, that won't change until I actually have a cigar with him. <laughs> I'm running out of time there, pal. Yeah. Drew, if there is ever a way that if any of us know somebody and we can make that happen for you, uh, dude, I swear to God, I will. Oh. I will try. I I uh, I believe that. He still lives in California, right? Obviously. Yeah. There's got to be somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody that knows them. I'm sure there Within, is. Within, like, the cigar circle. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there is. Let me see what I could do. I mean, it's not going to be easy, but there might be a way. You never know. You never know. Yeah, that'd be pretty, uh, that'd be pretty fun. That would be. Kyle, how about you? No, I mean, it hasn't really changed a lot. There's still a bunch of dudes that I, I like, sort of know, right, on, like, the internet and stuff, and we've talked and and had cigars together virtually, but never actually got together. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the, the white whale on the list is still Dave West. Ooh. <clears throat> You're the yeah. last one. Mm-hmm. I know. Someday. Yeah. The last one. What? What did it take for Mo? Uh, like five, six years. <laughs> yeah, dude. From, from when I met yep. him. <laughs> yeah. So you know, in the next five or six years, Cal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dave West. Are we gonna get him on? I tried to get him tonight, but he couldn't do it. All right. Mm. We'll try again. We'll keep trying. Eventually. Stay tuned. All right, gentlemen. All right, boys. Smoke like a sultan. Smoke many, young. See you guys next week. Later, boys. See ya. See ya. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, episode of the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. Make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Facebook, uh, direct message us, um, email the Sultans of Smoke at gmail.com if you got any questions comments for the show and we will catch you guys next week. Thanks.